What's up with it? This your homie Bella, 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 Bella. And today I had a well, I've been having some interesting string of events. I really haven't been doing a lot of podcasts. Um, you know, honestly, I, I felt like a lot of the topics I was talking about was getting redundant. I lost interest for a minute. And also, it's just like I like interviewing people, promoting people, and just in general, just being more social. But just trying to get people to commit to, um, you know, coming on, doing a podcast. Like, people are have been really flaky and hard to complete tasks with as of late. Um, there was a few things that came up. I was online or whatever. I'm always online. Shit, it's like my whole life online right now. Motherfucker stuck in the house. So anyway, I was online and there was a quote. It was just like, I mean, not a quote, but it was just like somebody was talking about, oh, you know, people got light skin, you know, they was talking about light skin privilege. And I mean, that just hadn't been my experience. So I share my experience being a, you know, a light a fair complexed black woman, like, I didn't feel like I got no pass. Um, growing up. So I verbalized that and I was just like, you know, also I felt like since I was light skinned, I had to fight in the black community more. And even like now, like I always, since I am, you know, fair skinned and I'm, Look, tell them like look at the mix or whatever. I've always had to defend my blackness, you know. And for some reason, I don't know where the rumor came from, but people think <clears throat> if you light skin that you, you know, a punk, which I, I just find completely ignorant. So I had put online like, yeah, you know, like that wasn't my experience. And some bra get on there all aggressive, like. Oh, that wasn't what we were talking about. But it's like, damn, bitch. Like, what the fuck you mean? Bitch, I'm talking about from my experience. Why does my voice and why does my opinion and my, me vocalizing how I, my experience, which every light-skinned person don't have the same exact fucking experience. Different people experience different shit. So, you know, and it's like, bitch, who made you the moderator? Like, nobody did none of that. Like, why do you feel that you're in a position of power? And I feel like a lot of the times that is where I'll say the misconstruction comes up or even a miscommunication. It's like, first of all, you being a stereotypical angry black woman. Like, you are being exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You being a fucking bully, bitch. When you're trying to be one and it ain't working. But those are the experiences that I have. I'm like, who asked you for your opinion? And who made you the moderator? And why do you think I need your validity? And what the fuck I'm saying? Bitch, I'm chiming in from my perspective. This wasn't even this bitch page. But it's just weird how people just show you. Ex- you you prove my point. You prove my point. I'm not sure she's a... a a dark or a fair-skinned black woman, but my thing is, is that that's what I'm talking about. That was my, my point. That everybody ain't having the same experience here. We is just talking about a topic which I'm saying nobody has the same exact experience. When I grew up, it wasn't no oh, 
you're dark skin, so you ugly. I mean, if you was ugly, you was ugly. If you was pretty, you pretty. Different people have different outcomes. Bitches didn't want to fight me just because I was light skinned. They want to fight me because I was fucking cute. Shit. That's why. That's how I figured. You feel me? And they was hoping I was a sucker. The bitches was jealous. I never did nothing to them to where people should have been wanting to fight me. So, yes, they were jealous. But then she's like, yeah, well, you sound just like a light skin. And it's like, bitch, you missing the point. You're, you're, you're trying to prove me wrong so bad. And you, you're, you're being an angry black woman. And you're trying to prove me wrong so bad. You want to control my narrative. Control... Like, you can't learn from people if all you want to do is put every, like, your unique experiences on everybody else. I can't tell nobody's story but my own. Because I don't know everybody's story. And that's for them to tell if they want to disclose it. But I hate people like that. It's like, don't try to control my narrative. Like, I know what happened when I grew up. I have a perspective. And it's like, what makes your perspective... Like, dominant. It's not, bitch. If you observed light-skinned privilege, then that's your own unique experience. You feel me? There's, there's been times where I've observed it. You feel me? And then there's been times when I've experienced the polar opposite. But what I'm saying is I never was one of them women who thought like that. I never thought, oh, you're dark-skinned, so I'm better than you. Or, oh, you're... But I did love myself, and I don't know why people feel the need to, like, when they're talking about stuff like that. Like, we don't have to agree. We're not agreeing. I'm not dismissing anyone else's experience. Shit, maybe she experienced it. I don't even know the bitch. But it's like, why do you feel that you are going to dominate my narrative? I have to say, there's over 300 and some comments on this motherfucking page, bitch. And you think I'm supposed to just not get my opinion or not you feel me say what the fuck i'm thinking because of you like fuck you and you being an exact stereotype and somebody else got on there like yeah you're agreeing with the bitch how you gonna agree with something nobody's disagreeing with this bitch but nobody told this bitch to be hella aggressive why you being an angry black bitch and what's wrong with me saying that you do you are being one Love yourself like you, a lot of you men and a lot of the elders, like like in families or whatever, they, you know, have really made it to where a lot of these women grew up with a lot of, they grew up with a lot of self-esteem issues because of the way they was treated in their household or the way, you know, their families treated them because of their skin color and shit. That ain't got nothing to do with me. It really don't. And I'm about to be apologetic for my skin tone because of your experiences. I'm going to listen to a motherfucking experience and I'm going to be like, oh, okay, that's if it's right is right and wrong is wrong, though. They don't give you a reason to treat people fucked up, though, and be rude as fuck for no fucking reason. Just because I had a different experience than you. And my narrative is to be controlled by you. And who the fuck are you to tell somebody that their experiences shouldn't be honored? We all black women and we all have different experiences. And I hate that aggression 
that black women just have with each other. Like, it's fucking disturbing. But my folks always say your skin folks ain't your kin folks. So, um, what else? So I just had an interview with Tea House the Falcon. And you know what? That was, I think that was one of my... I wish we'd have had more time. But he was helping one of his friends move or whatever, so... He just happened to be out here. So it was real quick. We did it real quick. I've been trying to interview this dude for months now. But I just think he's an interesting-ass person. Like, he's very eccentric and interesting. I just find people who aren't, like, who don't try to be like everybody else to be hella intriguing. Like, we live in a very copycat, like, kind of society to me. And... So when I run across people who are different, because I'm a different type of motherfucker too. Like I am very eccentric. So when I run across people whom I like identify with as far as being eccentric and being, you know, different, like I enjoy speaking with them, especially artists. Like artists are, we all a little nuts. We a little nutty. Every fucking artist I know is damn nutty. Shit, ain't no, none of us got of all of our damn sense. Shit, I don't know, not one normal artist, for real. So, when I run across people that's like that, I really, he's hella, I love honest ass people, people who are just brutally, unyieldingly honest. Like, for me, that's a really big thing with me, is honesty. And he, he was easy, really easy to talk to, and he interviewed well. Because some people, you know, they shy or they don't, you know, project their voice or, you know what I'm saying? Like different things. So with him, it was really easy. He know himself. He know what he, you know, how he identifies with himself and his art and stuff like that. You know, he talked about a little bit about being a, uh, in the porn. He talked about doing music. And a, he has a, not a play. What is it a play? A movie he wrote. Yeah, a movie. And I just find motherfuckers who do all that kind of stuff to be hella interesting. I had actually interviewed Karan Streets a few years back, um, some licks, and I also interviewed, um, what's his name? Devin. What's Devin's last name? He was in licks too. And. I'm so mad my um my tablet I had cracked it. So I was never able to publish my interview with Karan Streets and it that was a dope ass fucking interview. We had went to the um Alameda Beach. I took some dope ass pictures of him and he was just really a great interview. Like, that was just a great interview. This was a few years ago or whatever. But, like, I like people who are open, who have, you know, real-life stories. I wish I could. I, I need to get Tea House back on here. And back then, it was way harder to get shit published. You know, that's when Licks first came out. That shit was a minute ago. So, it was like, when I interviewed him, they didn't have all these different podcasts. And it wasn't as accessible as it, you know what I'm saying, like it is now. So it's like I didn't have the uh, resource resources to do like I'm doing now. Like just boom, publish, boom, publish, not even tripping. Like it's easy now. 
But yeah, I like interviewing people though. I'll be in, I'm really interested in people's stories. Like me being a writer, like I, I talk to a lot of people in general. Like I'm really an open book, and I like people who are open books. And being a writer, that's where I get a lot of my content from, and it's all type of shit. Like you never know a motherfucker's story. You feel me? And you can't guess it either. That's for them to tell. So for me, like interviewing people is really important because there's a lot of times, especially being an artist, we always looking for these famous motherfuckers to show us recognition or these motherfuckers who already own. When honestly, it's like when you at the bottom, like motherfuckers don't fuck with you like that. So even though you grinding and you doing your own thing, Motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit coming from you. So when you're an up-and-coming artist or you're an up-and-coming model or you're an up-and-coming person, I notice that people, you know, they don't want to fuck with you unless you got, like, unless you got really popular, famous, or they feel that they could benefit from you for real. Not, not They're not fucking with you because of their love for the art. They're fucking with you because of love of money. You feel me? And success, what they want. So I like when people want to interview with me and like working with me like I interview who else uh two piece from the I think he's with the belly gang and um what's the other dude name I interviewed two of them one was I don't know if they both was with the belly gang I forgot but that was a fun interview I was at their studio in uh Sacramento and I was there with my folks, and we just, see the film we did the interviews. I thought it was going out there to record, but it didn't work out that way. But I really enjoyed the interview and talking about they do, you know, the stuff that they got going on. I like asking people, like, how did they get into music and stuff? Because it's always interesting. Like, people always um, have interesting stories, like... I've been on a lot of artists personally. Like, I, it's hard for me to deal with somebody if I ain't known them the hella long or they're not an artist. Because artists are fucking weird. So people that know me really know that, like, I'm eccentric. <laughs> and it's funny the things people assume about me. That's why I feel like doing interviews is so important. You know, it's funny because one person I had interviewed, they was like, man, I thought you, you know... They thought I would fuck around drugs. I was like, hell no, I ain't never did no drugs. It was like, you be a hella late. I'm like, man, these single mama hours. This would be the time where I get to, you know, like, for the last going on 12 years, this would be the time of the day that I had to myself. Like, I didn't have to be a mom. My kid is asleep. Ain't nobody calling me. It's quiet. Well, I've always been a night owl, though. That shit just hereditary out there. So I've always been a night out and upon becoming a single mother and not having all that time to myself anymore, this was a time where I would, you know, write and read and, you know, just, this is like very peaceful hours for me. Maybe I get to be, I just get to be more treats, like, you know, especially grow up in a house with hella people. Like a, I had a big family, so it's like, you know, these would be the hours where everybody be sleep at. 
And I have, you know, time to myself. You know, my grandma, she'll be, oh, she really need to get tired. Uh-oh, real nigga get tired. But, uh, you know, she'd be asking me to do shit. And this was always some shit going on around. So, this would be the time where I just get to have my peace. Even growing up, you know. So, it's interesting what people assume. And I don't assume shit about nobody. I ask. And it's funny, I just recorded a song. I think it was it last weekend? I think it was. So I recorded a song last weekend, and it was funny because it was one of my cousin's uh, beats from over... Ten years ago, I, this beat is old as fuck. This is beat is probably no, no, big boy. Let me know. No, this dog think every time I sit down and he' supposed to come and cuddle with me. But um, damn, this was hella long ago. But my cousin had made this beat, and I just recorded over that beat. That beat hella old. I recorded uh, a song with, um, what's her name? I can't think of her name. That's my nigga, too. Aria, the vocalist. So we just recorded a song on a beat that my cousin had made probably like 15 years ago. That's crazy. I got me sitting on shit. But I'm happy that I did it. So I ended up talking to his brother. And I just was like, you know, what's up with, you know, what's up with cuz? Like, nigga, where he, where he at? Nigga, that nigga in the hospital. Like, he, I don't know. I guess he just can't get it together. But yeah, I was contacting his brother. And it was funny because his brother must have felt my energy. He, his brother actually hit me before I got to hit him, actually. That's actually exactly what happened. So, that was cool. But, you know, I would like to holler at my nigga, though. Let me not get distracted by getting on this Facebook shit. But, uh, what else? Yeah, telling people's story is very important to me. And having people being able to narrate their, narrate their own story is very important. Because a lot of the times, like, people are... Um, often silenced. And it's good when you get the... Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted. Shit. But anyway. Like, people get to narrate their own story. That's really important to me. It's me into me telling my story. Like, I don't want nobody telling my story. Because you can never tell my story for me. Like, I just had a court date recently. I've been going off about that motherfucker. Because, you know, the broad, she was, you know, I used to mess with her baby daddy. And she started, you know, stalking him. Then after they got, after I left him alone and they got back together, she started stalking me. And it just was fucked up because it's like, damn, nigga. We used to fuck with it. And I left you alone because I wasn't about to deal with that bullshit from this bitch. Like, that shit dangerous. Like... If you got a crazy ass bitch, don't even look my way. 
Like if you ain't got your situation in check to where, you know what I'm saying, you got kids by crazy bitches and all, nigga, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. Just, just keep that sucker shit over there. Life is just too short and too fragile to be playing with a dumb bitch. So when I seen the way he, you feel me, had was handle, handling the situation or whatever, I had left that nigga alone. You feel me? As I should have. And she starts stalking me. So I end up, you know, taking her to court or whatever. And it was funny because when we went to court, it was fucked up. Because it was like, instead of her being humble and just being like, you know what? I try to do mediation so that she wouldn't have no criminal record. Because I had documentation and everything. I had videos of the bitch trying to run a nigga over in the car. I had... Um, her playing on the phone, her telling me to pull up. And, you know, when we got up in there, all that, that bitch flipped the whole script on me. And this nigga came to assist her in lying. And he was a witness against me. I couldn't believe that shit. It's like, you know what? You's a bitch ass nigga. Like to see somebody that you was intimate with and really fucked with like that. And it was funny because I had my daughter with me and she was just like, you know, he looked it really guilty. And I'm like, you should be guilty because you know that I, my intention wasn't bad. My intention wasn't to throw the bitch under the bus because, you know, she got two kids. She's a mom and they're back together. And I don't, I don't care. Just leave me alone. I didn't come in there with ill intentions. Like I didn't come in there on no bitter shit. I didn't come in there on no angry shit. I came in there on some really like, just leave me the fuck alone. You got the nigga. You're, you're a family. I guess they're supposed to be getting married. Good for you. When we were together, y'all were not together. So whatever, like, I don't understand why the bitch was so mad. So when I asked her, dude, when I suggested mediation, she's like, no, I want to go to court. <clears throat> she must have knew in her spirit that my spirit wasn't bad. And that made me feel really sad for him that he would that him and hers both have nasty spirits. Bitch got up in there lying. You swearing to tell the truth, the whole truth, so hope you gone. Coming up here lying, and nigga, you coming here to bear false witness. Come on, bro. And you and you coming and su- supporting this bullshit. If anything, you should have been like, you know what? Do mediation. Already know what type of person Martrice is. She's not here to truly throw you under a bus and hurt you. She just wants you to leave her alone. But instead of him being real, like, you know what? And being like that, he was on some sucker shit. Like, you won't come in there and lie on me. So, you know what? Karma, motherfucker, though. Karma real. And to see them two together and to have both of them be ready to lie on me, like, that's fucked up. Like, that really fucked with me. It really did. Like, damn. I ain't no cutthroat motherfucker. Like, that truly is the content of my character. Then the bitch going to nerd to say, how do I go about bringing up criminal charges? Bitch, I ain't broke the law. I'm not stalking you. You bearing false witness. So now I got to put the shit back on the couch. Man, I don't even want to go through that shit. That's just even going to court and all that shit. Man, that shit hella stressful. And for her as a black woman to push it that far 
to where had a nigga want to take that bitch to court, then to turn around and lie up in that motherfucker. Like, bitch, you a punk ass bitch. And nigga, you got to lay, lay up with this bitch. And I know she lie on you. And she's called a police on a nigga lie and say that he's uh, don't live there. And he didn't want, you know, he didn't want to push a hard line on her because he, you know, he seemed like a good, pretty good guy. So he seemed like a decent individual. So, you know, of course, this is kid's mama. He don't want to be putting paperwork on the bitch. And he probably knew that she was a scandalous ass bitch. So she was going to take it all the way there and take the gloves off. It's like, come on, bitch. So, you know, when he went back with her, I had so much fucking shit on this bitch. And this nigga had it. I just, ugh, I just can't get over that shit. If that shit affected me, I just didn't really think that I was going to have to take my gloves off on the bitch. So I didn't prepare for it because that wasn't my intention. So I'm glad I left out of the situation with my integrity intact. Like at the end of the day, I'm still proud of myself that despite him and her coming in there and be, you know, lying and shit, that. Well, he didn't get an opportunity to testify. The judge didn't want to hear that shit. I'm pretty sure he knew the bitch was lying. So anyway, yeah, he didn't get to testify. He didn't even get to be in the courtroom because he was a witness. It's like, you bitch ass nigga, you a witness? You a mark. You're going to come and support this bullshit. That's why. And you know what's funny? I had seen the sucker in him. That's why I left him alone. Like, I seen the potential of, like, some sucker shit happening. And him not taking accountability for his role that he played in the shit. Or I just seen how he used to try to, like, kind of take up for the bitch. Already. Like, when she was dead ass wrong. So that was a big turn off for me. You should have seen her in the courtroom. She's like, I should have brought my mother and my my sister. Why? So they could lie with you? Fucking weird, bitch. But yeah, so that's exactly what I've been going through is that type of stupid shit. So I'm glad it's over. I was thinking about bringing her back to court. But my thing is, just leave me now. And the, the irony was, the next day this bitch drove by. And screamed out the window, punk bitch. I was like, yeah, I'm a punk bitch. Hop your ass about that car. Let's see. So for her to have the audacity to come the next day and do exactly what the fuck I said she did, harassing a nigga, it was just unbelievable. But I know that she's not going to have, like, anybody that do shit like that, they generally, it, it, sometimes it don't catch up to them till later, but, baby, I get their shit. So, you know, I miss it. It's unfortunate, but I'm glad I dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. And I got to be blessed for that. At the end of the day, she's not a happy woman. And, you know, anybody that's driving by, coming and fucking with people. 
that ain't happy. So, you know, good luck to them motherfuckers. But, yeah. So, yeah, I was just talking about me doing interviews, shit that's been going on, and just... And it's funny, because uh, I had somebody say, it was like, what day? So I was like, you like drama? I don't go driving around bitches' houses. I don't stalk niggas. I don't do none of that. Mm-mm. That's not on my resume. No, no, no. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much been it with me. I've been struggling with this Zoom shit with my daughter. Um, like, this Zoom shit just, I've been just hella bored. So it's like I'd be bored, bored, bored in the house all the way to, like, 3.30, because she in Zoom. And... Then I end up falling asleep throughout the day. So at nighttime, when nighttime comes, shit, my ass be wide awake from having to stay in the house. Then it's like with these fucking masks and shit. I'm just, I'm just really tired of the whole thing, everything. It's just stressful. And what else? Like that shit been irritating me. So every time I don't even want to go out just because I don't even want to wear that shit. I'll be like, fuck it. I'm just going to. Keep my black ass in the house, man. Straight up. Fuck that. Stay in the house, shit. Ain't got to deal with none of that shit. Plus, two people just starting out crazier and crazier. One of my partners told me the other night that they, uh... What happened? She was at the house, and they was shooting over there, and it was a few high-speed chases, and she just was like, man, I'm just... Over all this shit, like people just been acting crazy as hell. Motherfuckers tired of this shit, stayed at the house. These fucking masks. The house about to get mania, it's about to be cold. Motherfuckers don't have all these big ass jackets and these damn masks and shit. It's about to get mania. Manier. So I just been staying prayed up though, just like, you know, God give me the you know what I'm saying? Like I've been just doing the internal work. Like there's nothing I can control but how my soul feels. And you know how my soul be saddened by shit. Like I've been seeing um a lot of people been losing people, people coming up missing, all this type of crazy ass shit. And it's just like It's just always something. Like, it's just hella shit. Yeah, well, it is what it is. It's the way the cookie crumbles. So I'm just going, you know, do my best to Make it out on top at the end of this shit. Make sure that my karma, my you know, I stay aligned with good karma. Because at the end of the day, I think this shit going to shit. And that's the only thing I can really control is myself. I can't control the actions of others. 
So that's the only thing I'm about to worry about. I'm not doing no fake friendly, no fake friends, no nothing. If you I don't know. So I'm going to let this one go because I feel like I'm mumbling now. And you be blessed. Try to make sure your karma's... No, I ain't no make, trying to make sure. Either your karma good or bad. You know, motherfuckers know what they be doing. So I'll let this one fly. This your girl, Bella Bella. Mr. Army, be safe, our peace.